Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. I wanted to hop on and share with you all a word that God has spoke to me the past couple of days and it's been burning in my heart. And during my prayer time in the morning with the Lord, He spoke and said, this is the season where I am calling my prodigals back. And when the Lord spoke that, He was really impressing my heart to start praying for prodigals to come back. And if you don't know what a prodigal is, a prodigal is someone who once walked in the faith, in the Christian faith, but has walked away completely. You know, they are no longer living in the ways of God. And so it was just amazing because right after my prayer time with the Lord, later that day and the next day, God confirmed that to me, that this was the season where he truly is calling prodigals to come back home. So the next day, Michael and I were working at Starbucks and we happened to run into someone there. Um, he was an artist and him and Michael were able to talk, you know, about art and whatnot. Uh, but he ended up, you know, coming into Michael and I and asking us, more about Jesus because Michael had wore like a Jesus image shirt during that time. So we were able to share with him. Um, but in one of those moments, I remember Michael just started talking about the prodigal son. And in that moment when Michael was sharing, I was just like, wow, God, like you were just emphasizing this to me. And then later that night we go home and we're about to go to sleep. I run into a blog post by Chris Ballatin and he writes a blog post saying the same thing. This is the season where God is wanting to bring prodigals home. And I'm like, oh my God, God just said that to me. And then after running to his blog post, um, I've been reading this book called Rediscovering the Kingdom of God. I open my book and that page happens to talk about the prodigal son. I'm like, God, oh my gosh. And it gets even better. Then the next day um, during my alone time with God, I usually play music while I read my Bible and spend time with him. Um, a room from House Fires starts playing called Coming Back Home. And it's literally about the, the story of the prodigal son in the Bible. So God tends to do that with me. He tends to like repeat things and that's when I really know it's God. And so I really want to share this message to you all um, for two reasons. One, if you're not a prodigal, come and just you know take the time each day to pray for prodigals because I really believe that we're coming in a season where God is going to be calling back and drawing those who once walked in the faith to come back and to open their eyes to see his love. And the second reason why I want to do this um, video is if you are a prodigal, if you were someone who once walked in the faith but like, you know, left, um, I just pray that through this video you would experience God's love and you would, you know, open your eyes and realize that God is inviting you, you know, to come back home to Him, right? And to call you and to show you that you are His child and that you belong to God, that He's your Father. He made you before you're even in your mother's womb. So many of you guys watching probably don't know my testimony, but I was actually a prodigal, yes. <laughs> um, I've shared my test testimony before to um, some people and a lot of people are like always like shocked when they hear that because they're like, what, like you seem like a really good girl and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, God's changed me and everything, but like I was a prodigal. I grew up in church, you know, I grew up in the faith. My parents were Christian, went to church and whatnot. Um, but it was during my high school season where um, I just ended up walking away, leaving my house, packed my bags the moment I was 18 and left home, like literally left home and stopped um, going to church for a while. I did, I would occasionally go to church here and there, you know, listen to things and whatnot, but completely left the faith, you know, there was, um, a guy in my life that put, you know, that took me astray 
and you know at the moment i just had so many emotions for this guy and i was just like okay like this is the guy that you know i need to follow and i need to be with and i just completely was deceived really um and the crazy part is when people think of prodigals many of you probably think like oh at that moment they don't even claim themselves to be a christian if you were to come to me back then and ask me i would tell you that i was a christian i was just completely deceived and you know like it was crazy because like people would come up to me and say like hey like what are you doing you know you you can't serve god if you're walking astray you know because i live just so just a completely, you know, a life that wasn't according to God's word. You know, I moved out of the home. I was living in impurity, did a lot of stuff, lived a light life of deceitfulness and lies. And I remember when people would come up to me, I would be like, what do you mean? Like, I still acknowledge God. I still know that he exists. Like, I'm still a Christian. And I define it, define Christianity at the time as just knowing God. You know, he wasn't Lord or Savior over my life. I never looked to him in a direction. I acknowledged the Bible, but I didn't really live it out. I kind of just chose what I liked. You know and what i didn't like i just chose to ignore you know and i would i remember having this mindset like oh i know that's what scripture says but i'm the exception right and i would just use you know the enemy was so good at using situations in my life to deceive me because i remember during that time you know my parents would always talk bad about this guy um things you know there was obviously biblical reasons of why he wasn't good for me but you know my parents would also share reasons of things that really weren't related to the bible just like you know oh he doesn't have the money he doesn't respect you know all these reasons so i would use that as an excuse to be like well i'm the exception you know my parents aren't understanding so i have to do this i have to leave the house to be with this guy that i believed that i was supposed to be with you know i even believed that god wanted me to be with this guy and i was so completely deceived guys and so you know you may be in a position right now where like yes you acknowledge god right you call yourself a christian but i really want you to ask yourself, you know, like, are you really fully living out the word of God and what how God tells you to live? And I don't mean to say this in a way to condemn you, but convict you, you know, conviction is good and the Holy Spirit in us convicts us. And while I was in my season of, you know, being that prodigal child, I really lived with conviction. Like I would know that I, I would battle with myself because I knew what I grew up with, but then this is what I believed. And there would be this constant battle. And it really didn't feel good, honestly. You know, like there were por portions of me where I would feel bad, where I would miss my family. But in those moments, like I would just, you know, try to wipe and not think about those things and continue to live the way that I wanted to live. You know, the enemy was so great at giving me reasons to convince myself that I was doing the right thing. You know, and you know, you may be in a position right now where you know you're not doing right, but you believe you're right. And, you know, it might sound kind of like confusing, but the reality was like that can happen. You know, I was there where like, I know this is not right, but I believe I'm doing right. And so, you know, in that season, I'm, I'm not going to tell you my whole testimony, um, maybe another time. But, you know, just to cut the story short, I just ended up being in such a depressing state, like completely depressed. You know, I lived my life just lying, 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 complete, you know, just lie, lies. You know, eventually I, I left the guy that I was with and in college I remember just sitting there just being so depressed I felt like man like I'm living a life of a lie like no one really knows the things I've done I felt a lot of shame um I felt really empty too in that season of leaving my house of leaving God you know the the faith and I felt really empty and dry and in that moment I remember just sitting there and a verse came into my heart that it was crazy because like I, i've you know i've read the bible before but like the holy spirit i believe like really just spoke this verse to me and it's in john 8 32 which says then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free 
And in that moment, I was like desperately wanting to be set free. You know, I was like, man, God, like, I just need to go back. You know, I need to take your word what it is. And I had a lot of fears, you know, that if I went back home, I would face a lot of condemnation. I didn't think that my parents would even accept me back. You know, at the time I dated another guy and I was thinking like, man, he's going to break up with me if he knew all my story. Like, you know, all these lies that the enemy was obviously trying to prevent me from going back home. But I was so desperate, you know, and sometimes we... It takes us getting to a place where we're so desperate and dry that we go to God. And that's what happened with me is like, I felt so desperate and I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna take God's word and try it out because obviously my way has not been doing well. You know, I've gotten myself into huge messes. I've messed up completely. So like, let's try this, you know? And that day forward, I decided to really dedicate my life to Jesus, rededicate and really make him Lord over my life. You know, because there's a difference, you know, God, you know, Christianity is not just a religious thing where you read your Bible and you go to church. It's about a relationship with Jesus. It's about cultivating and hearing his voice and responding, you know, and obeying him and communicating with him and taking steps of faith, like doing things that you believe that the Lord is telling you to do that truly and honestly. Right. And and not only that, because our heart is deceitful, right? We have to have something that we get to rely on as truth. And that's the Bible. And so. We can't claim to be walking with God if we're not living out what it says in the Bible. And that's the fault that I made. And that day I decided to take the Bible as truth, to take everything that Bible says and do exactly. And so in scripture it says we have to be honest, we can't lie. So I decided that day to confess, you know, to my to my family and to those that I believe needed to know about my past. And to my complete shock, like they were just so welcoming. They were just welcoming home. Just like the, the story of the prodigal son returning home in the scripture, um, which I want to actually share with you guys. So in Luke 15, you read the story of a son who, you know, he asked his father for his inheritance and the father gave it to him. And he ended up, you know, spending it all. He left home. He just lived crazy, spent it all. And ended up having no money, right? Didn't, couldn't even eat food at all. And in that moment, he was thinking to himself, wow, man, if only I could go back home and like, just go back home and even be a servant. Like he got to a point where even living a servant life would be good enough than what he had. And when I read that portion of scripture, it just reminds me of how I felt, you know, when I was dry, I was just like, man, like I'm just at a place where like, I really, I just really need something else better. Like anything could be better. Like I was in a depressful state so far from God, even though like I, during the time I thought, you know, I was doing the right thing. Um, but we come to a place where like, man, you know, we're in that place where God, like, I don't feel good. I'm not happy, you know, and if you're in that place right now where like you don't feel happy, you feel dry and like, you know, the things like you, you feel temporary pleasures, right? But then at the end of the day, you still feel empty and depressed. Like that's an emptiness. That's an empty and a void because you're truly missing out and who you were created to be with, which is God. You know, when God made us, you know, he called us as his own, right? Psalms 139 says, that he saw us even before he made us and he ordained all the days of our lives that you know he, he he we are his creation and so when we're far from the father it is it is natural to feel depressed right to have these thoughts you know that's why we see around the world that even money and success can't be enough if we don't have a relationship with jesus because he is our true father you know he we were made to have relationship with him but i want to encourage you like if you're in that place like you can still go home. The father's love is op arms open wide for you. So we go back to Luke 15 in that chapter, you know, he decides the, the son who left the father in this parable, by the way, Jesus is using us to display, you know, the, the father represents Jesus 
and the sun obviously represents us, you know, prodigals, those who have left the faith, um, who are lost. And so the son decides, you know what, I'm just going to go back and tell my, tell my father, let me be your servant, let me serve you. And so in Luke 15, 20, this is what it says. So he, he goes off back home and it says, but while he, the son, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw, him, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. You know, let, and he, he says before that he had planned to just be his father's servant. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on my son. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let us have a feast and celebrate. And that's a picture of Jesus's love for you. You know, like we don't have to be afraid that when we come back, you know, when we come back home and we turn our lives around that we're gonna have to face, you know, condemnation. This father, like Jesus, he's waiting for you. Like this father, it says, but while the son was still far away, the father saw him. And that shows that the father waited for his son, right? The fact that the father could see him running afar shows that he's been waiting and he's been watching. And I wanna share with you guys right now that God's been waiting for you to come back like he's literally his eyes are on you guys i want you to understand that when you leave jesus when you do bad things his eyes are never not looking at you he's constantly watching you and trying to put signs and draw your heart back to him you know that's why you have those moments where you feel convicted that's why there are moments where you feel sad and depressed and empty that's god trying to draw you back to him because guys like after i turn my life around you know like man i get to live a life of joy now and peace i don't have to worry anymore and struggle about this this um this fear of judgment for the future you know i know that i'm going to be with jesus i didn't have to live with conviction i didn't have to feel sad or depressed because god just continued to bring peace into my life he opened doors right like now i'm married to an amazing husband like and living an amazing career you know like all these things that god is doing be came because i came back to him you know and know that god loves you like his eyes are always on you he loves you so much and he's literally waiting for you to go back to him and i love this because you know the son wanted to go back and was like hey i'm gonna come back and be a servant like let me be your servant but the father says no like you're my son like i want you to know those who are watching that when you come back to jesus he's not gonna put shame and guilt on you and condemnation he calls you his child and his son right and all the promises that are in the bible are for you it doesn't matter how bad the things that you've done god is a redeemer like guys i've done so many stupid things in my life right and i'll have to do a video where i share with you guys my testimony but i've done the most stupidest things in the world that you guys will be jaw drop shocked but here I am today, sharing the word of God. You know, back then I never thought that I could even share his word anymore. Like I, I literally thought my mind kind of like the prodigal son, I'll go back home, but I know that I'm probably not worthy enough, you know, for, for me to even share about God, for my parents to even own me, but I just felt like I had to go back. But all of that was a lie. Like God actually ended up calling me out to start Living Revelations ministry, to share his word, to minister to people, right? And to help others find God real in their lives. And here I am today, and I don't want you guys to see me as someone who is perfect, but literally, like, we have a Heavenly Father who loves us so much, who is perfect. And in and, and 1 John 1, 9, it says, If we confess our sins, Jesus is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And Romans 8, 1 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Like, guys, I want you to know that there really is no shame, no guilt that we have to deal with any longer. 
Like God is here already, you know, and he's given us a choice. He's given us an invitation to accept his love and that we no longer have to go back, you know, to that life and to live each day dreadfully and not having hope. You know, God says in Jeremiah 29, I have, I have a, a great future for you. I have a hope and a future for you, right? Plans to prosper you, to bless you. Like that's the promise that God has. And we, when we get our life right, and we start having a relationship with God again, we start living according to his word, every desire you have will come to pass. You know, God is a good God. And sometimes the enemy, his goal since the beginning with Adam and Eve, he wanted to draw us away from God, right? Like that's what that's what the enemy did, the serpent did to Eve. You know, he tried to lie to her, try to find emptiness and try to put it in a way like you don't have everything, you know, but if you eat from this tree, from the, the tree of life, you will be able to be like God. But what Eve failed to see is that she had everything. She was living with God, right? But the enemy tried to, you know, cause her to do sin so that she would be separated from God, which is why afterwards Adam and Eve were cast away from the Garden of Eden. And until today, that is still the schemes of the enemy. He will try to put sin in our life to separate us from God because he knows the promise and the joy and that we get to spend eternity in heaven with God when we don't live in sin. You know, and God already sent Jesus. You know, we're not perfect, but God has given us Jesus and allowed us a second chance. You know, we have another chance to come back home, right? God, Jesus died on the cross and rose again for us. His blood was shed for us so that we could be cleansed. That's what the verse is saying, the first John 1, 9, right? He, he forgives us and purifies us by his blood. So I wanna encourage you guys right now that God loves you just like that father, right? When he, when the son came back home, his eyes were, were just on him. We were always on him and God's eyes are constantly on you. And I want to share actually a drawing that my husband did. I shared with my husband, you know, just the word that God has spoken to me about, that this is the season where God is calling his prodigals back home. And I had a vision of this um, previously a couple weeks ago. And in the vision, it was a father cradling a baby. And I remember that moment when I got the vision, I asked God, you know, God, like, why are you giving me this vision? You know, what, what is this vision for? And in that moment, God was revealing to me that just as a father looks at his baby and his eyes are intently focused on the baby, God's eyes are like that on us. You know, you know, like when you're adults, your parent doesn't look at you anymore. Like they, they trust you, you're an adult. But with God, even though we're adults, his eyes are still on us, right? Psalms even says like he will instruct us with his loving eye on us. And so um, I had my husband draw out the vision that I had. And so you see here, it is a father whose eyes are just gazed on his child. And this um, print is actually available for purchase. If you would like to purchase, it's $15. I'll put the link below. But you can purchase this as a reminder that you have a heavenly father who loves you and his eyes is consistently on you, right? Like you are his child, like you belong to him. So, um, or if you know someone that you want to give, definitely go on the website. I'll put the link below and you can purchase that and give that as a gift. Um, just really believe that this is so timely. And even for you to have this picture up so that you could also be praying for prodigals, you know, for those who you know who have left the faith, right? Like prayer is just so important. You know, we are called here, you know, as children of God to pray for God's will to be done here on earth. And another verse I wanted to share is from Galatians 4, 7. And it says, so you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has also made you an heir. And so we get to inherit all the promises of God, right? Like we're no longer a slave. Like when that son came back to his father, his father didn't accept him as a slave, but accepted him as a son. So we are all children of God and we get to inherit his promises, right? He promises us a good future for us. 
in Jeremiah says that he has good plans to prosper us, not to harm us, but to give us a good future. And so I wanted to share with you all a sweater that we have. It's called I'm a Child of God and it has the Galatians 4-7 verse. Um, so you guys can also purchase the sweater for yourself or give it as a gift. Um, but this sweater definitely has been one of our best sellers in our stores. So you can also visit that at livingrevelations.com and go to our store page. I'll also include the link below here as well. And so I'm just really excited, you know, for what God is doing this season. Um, it's always a beautiful thing to see someone come back to the faith and walk in God. And it's going to be another great testimony of how much God loves us. And that's what it, really what I hope that you've gotten from this video is that God loves you so much. And he's inviting you to experience a journey of love and joy, you know, and all the blessings that he's given us. So I pray that you would just, you know, take this word to heart and take this as your calling to turn your life around back to him. I want to pray for us and as I pray I'm also going to share this verse here in Psalms. So God I thank you Lord for those who are listening in, God for those who are watching Lord. God you know every single person right now Lord, you know their lives, you know where they've been through God and Lord I just pray right now God that you would just impress upon their hearts God, Lord that you would just draw them God in this moment close to you Lord. I pray God that you would just give them a greater revelation of how much you love them God and that's never too late with you. I feel like some of you listening in feel like it's too late, it's too late. With God it's never too late. He's a redeemer, he's a restorer. He can restore all things and redeem the times. So don't allow the enemy to use that fear to stop you from going back home and getting your life right now, today. And I really wouldn't be here if it wasn't for what God has done for me and I never want to forget my past because my past reminds me of who I am today and who's brought me here, which is Jesus. And so I thank you, God. And I pray, Lord, that this would be a testimony of many that are listening in. I pray that Psalms 42 to three would be their testimony. It says, he lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise for our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. So God, I pray, Lord, that you would be the foundation that many would take up and stand upon, God, and that from their mouths would come a powerful new song of praise to you, Lord, and a new testimony to share of your goodness and glory. So we thank you, God, in your name we pray, amen. I just want you guys who are watching to know that God's purpose and plan for you is so beautiful and it's greater than what you can see or imagine. So I want to encourage you to take hold of that to open your eyes to see the bigger picture. You know, sometimes the enemy wants us to, to see in a limited perspective, but look at the bigger picture and know that God has so much for you. And the promises that he has are conditional, only comes to those who love him and those who walk rightly with him. So I pray that you've been encouraged by this. Don't forget to share this if you've been encouraged. You can also subscribe to our blogs. So thank you for just being a part, listening in, and hope that you've been blessed. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.